Welcome to Let's Talk Link Building. I'm your host, Aaron Anderson from linkpitch.io. And this week's guest is Jeff Ferguson from Amplitude Digital. Jeff brings a wealth of experience having been in the industry since the mid-1990s. And we dive into something he calls shallow link building, which is taking backlinks that already go to a uh, website, to like the homepage, and trying to get them pointed to a deeper page to increase the benefit of that link to the site, which isn't a topic that I've really jumped into before. So yeah, let's, uh, let's jump right in. All right, I'm here with Jeff Ferguson. Jeff, thanks for joining me on the show today. My pleasure. Happy to be here. Great. Well, to get started, Jeff, can you give us a little bit uh, background of kind of what got you into this world of SEO, digital marketing, whatnot? Absolutely. So yeah, I've been kicking around digital marketing for uh, over 25 years at this point. I started out back in 1995. Uh, I came out of um, school uh, with degrees in computer science and uh, communications kind of by accident. It wasn't kind of my intent, but uh, originally I wanted to be a, a kind of a copywriter and um, ended up with kind of a degree in computer science because that was my original major and ended up finished with it um, afterwards because of a kind of a, kind of a kerfuffle when I was uh, in school and ended up finishing with both. Originally, like I said, I wanted to be a copywriter and and um, was kind of looking for jobs in that area. And, and But in 1995, uh, there was a lot of interest for people that knew something about the internet. I had been messing around with the internet you know, in college and things like that. And uh, since there's the new big shiny things and I had student loans to kind of pay for, I kind of jumped into it with uh, some of the early companies as I was playing with. Back then, you know, search engines were kind of new things. Uh, the term SEO really wasn't a thing yet. It really didn't really catch on. We weren't even calling it that until like, you know, later in the 90s, uh, probably about 98 is I think is when that term really kind of caught on. You know, we're calling it like organic marketing and, and things like that. But what we were pretty much doing was SEO uh, back then. A lot of what was done in those early days, you know, was more of the hacker style uh, of SEO, where you were really just kind of cobbling things together and repeating things and uh, a lot of stuff that would get you in trouble with Google these days. So uh, stuff that that I wouldn't advise, but, you know, everybody was doing it because we just didn't know any better. You know, there was no kind of rules to it. You know, I hate it when people say it was the Wild West, but that's really was what was going on. You were just really trying to figure out what was was happening. And, you know, we, we kind of struggled with that and, and figured everything out together and, and uh, you know, a lot of chat forums, a lot of, you know, message boards and discussions and things like that, uh, a lot of the early shows and, and, and whatnot. You know, I, I worked for a small company for my first three years and then eventually got recruited by the Hilton Hotels Corporation and then started on uh, kind of like a, a, a series of, you know, pretty big corporate um, assignments after that. Hilton Hotels Corporation, Kimberly Clark, you know, uh, Experian, uh, Napster, things like that. And did that for kind of like the first 15 years of my career, just very much on the client uh, side of the business, always having uh, SEO as part of my job. But I was, uh, you know, I was never specifically assigned to just SEO. Um, it was it was just one of the things that I always did. And uh, I was kind of like a, a polymath in that in that sense. 
you know, I was always doing paid search and, you know, when, when it came about, you know, social was a thing and, and, uh, whatever new thing that was came about, I kind of did all the things. And, and it's just because I was early to the internet. I never really specialized in one specific things. I, I kind of had to need to know how to do everything. And uh, I really didn't have the luxury of specialization, I, I guess, at the time. You know, I guess that was good and bad. But on the on the good side of it, it made me a really great candidate for management <laughs> uh, <laughs> early on and, and things like that. You know, on the bad side, it, it means that you're kind of one of those, uh, you know, masters of none kind of things. But, you know, SEO is something that that has always been pretty near and dear to my heart. It's something I've always been kind of fascinated with and and also frustrated with, I, I guess, in some senses. And, and uh, I've been in the process of kind of writing a book on the subject for like the last, I swear, it's got to be five, six years. Uh, this At this point, I, had, I made some great strides on it during the during the pandemic. And where I was really prolific on the subject and and it's really designed to be you know a textbook for the class that I teach at UCLA and and uh you know it's part you know a history book on on everything that I've kind of been through you know in my 25 years in the business but it's also uh, a how-to book and it's also speaking about enterprise but it's also kind of talking about the future and and um on kind of where we are and how you know why I don't think you know the concept of SEO work will go away. I think the concept of the SEO as a person, as a role, whatever it is, is going to evolve and, and evolve away in the years to come because it's something where uh, that role will kind of like break apart and, and evolve away. So there's lots of big changes and things to come um, as we go by. And that's kind of the way I've taught it and, and, uh, and things like that. And you're kind of a good example of that. The fact that you kind of specialize just in the link building aspect mm-hmm. of it is, is kind of like one of those proofs of it just that like one specific aspect of seo is kind of been uh, siloed out and i think that's something that you're going to see more and more of and and uh, i think enterprise companies are are figuring that out but uh, i've been on my own uh, as an agency owner for the last like uh, 10 plus years at this point i, I started uh, my own company called fang uh, back in 2010 and then we were merged with another company in 2020 uh, called Amplitude, and and then uh, just a few years back, uh, I ended up buying the other partners of Amplitude out, and, and uh, now I'm back to being a solo owner of the company. We're still called Amplitude, but um, still have all the clients and employees and things like that, and, and uh, having a good time. But, uh, you know, we're kind of back to having offices and back in, <laughs> out in the <laughs> real world and things like that again. Uh, after the pandemic, but it's a uh, uh, it's a good time. But uh, yeah, fun to be talking about SEO. Fun to be writing about SEO. Um, I teach the only class on the subject over at uh, UCLA, and and um, still working on the book. Uh, you know, I've actually had a, a big brainstorm on on kind of how that's all organized uh, the other morning, and and uh, um, have been setting myself up as a. Um, a new schedule for how I'm going to write and finish this thing finally uh, sure. on how it's all going to go. So, but, yeah. So, well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really interesting to, you know, hear kind of your experience since you've been involved in the industry so long and that, yeah, when you're really early in on an industry, you have to be, have a much wider experience base. And then as it grows and matures, then yeah, you, it's, it's easier for people to specialize. Like I, I, all I do is is link building. So yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but yeah, that is a, an interesting to see kind of that evolution of the industry over such a, such a great length of time. And then in regard, and then I guess in regards to link building specifically, 
What's your, I guess, maybe overall experience or perspective on Linksys? Is this something that you've done actively on your own? Is this something that you've, you know, have outsourced to others? Or what's been kind of your, I guess, background and experience with link building? Uh, so it's funny. It's one of those things where usually um, I do hand that off, right? It is something that I've always felt there. there's others out there that are better at it. The uh, either there are professionals like you that that you know it's kind of like this is all we do all day kind of stuff and they and they do it from kind of like the strict SEO perspective right you know where they're they're out there you know they're reclaiming broken links or they're out there you know kind of they've got a piece of content and they're saying hey look we've got um, the the better piece of content and and you should really swap it out or or doing things like that so they're and they're doing it on the legit level and and really kind of you know doing the the legwork right you know that kind mm-hmm. of stuff that i personally can't stand I don't, <laughs> I don't have i don't have the you know i don't have the patience i don't have the the time that kind of stuff i mean i run a company so i don't have the time to do it and really I don't have people in my staff that can do that kind of stuff so we usually we kind of send that out and and you know find trusted partners and things like that to, to sure. work with and then we, when we work with uh, companies and we generally advise you know, middle to enterprise size companies. And, and a lot of times, especially with the enterprise size companies, these are companies that have like a, a public relations staff, right? And, and you know, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again, like the, you know, the, the you know, publicists, you know, public relations staff, these are the original link builders. And the, these are, these people create the best links you're ever going to find, right? You know, like you cannot match what they are creating, right? You know, the, the, stu- you know, the stuff that they're creating will blow away anything else that, that, you know, the, the hundreds of like grunge links that, you know, a link builder will make because they're, they're coming from, you know, like great embedded content on a, uh, a really high powered link. That's, that's, you know, high powered piece of content that's out there that will really just make your day in a, in a moment. Right. You know, and it's fantastic, you know, and, uh, a lot of times, even for the mid-sized companies, either they're, they've got their own person that's going to be able to do the same kind of thing, or they've, you know, they're working with another firm that's doing this kind of stuff. And usually what we're doing is advising those people, uh, if they don't know it already, which a lot of more of them do these days, they do realize that they've got a role in the SEO process. But if they don't, we're here to teach them and to kind of say, hey, let's, let's make sure that you're doing it right. You know, it's like, it's, you know, it's not always to the homepage and stuff like that when, and, uh, you know, that it needs to go deep and, and, uh, and things like that. So, sure. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's been my experience as well with, with PR is that over time, they've definitely gotten more savvy where I remember a few years back, it seemed more of them, you're teaching them, Hey, make sure you're getting the link in the article. Like sometimes they would get this, you know, this publicity and things, but then they would forget to like maybe encourage them to link or these, these kind of things. So they are getting definitely more savvy. Um, and a lot more of those those PR professionals are, are quite uh, knowledgeable about the the importance of the links themselves. You know? Yeah, it's like go back, go back yeah. and get that link. Go back. You know, <laughs> you don't know the guy. It's all right. Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So when I reached out to you, uh, you know, originally is because this article you you written in the in Search Engine Journal, and it was about um, shallow links, and, mm-hmm. and I thought that was an interesting article because it's something that you know, people don't talk about very much in the link building uh, world. Can you kind of explain what shallow links are and, and how to, uh, like how you view using them to improve the, the quality of the links going to your site? 
Absolutely, yeah. So shallow links are this is this concept I came up with, and and you know it's really this idea that you know as as a website owner, you're you're probably gaining links all the time, and you you probably don't even realize it. And and where we really noticed it the most is is with a lot of our enterprise size customers, you know, especially you know your really big brands who you know, maybe they are working with a publicist, you know, like a, a PR person who's just out there doing their job, getting links all day to their brand, to a set of products, uh, things like that. And usually what is happening is these links are all just going to the homepage, just and it happens just over and over and over again. And as we, you know, know these, uh, it, it's okay. You know, it's, it's okay that this happens, right? <laughs> Not that it goes to the homepage, right? Sure. You know, it'll hit the homepage and, and, there is no domain authority right there. So it just doesn't work. You know, there's no DA, there's no whatever. It just doesn't work that way. We, even though it goes to the homepage and, and, you know, if, if the website is designed oh well, you know, uh, and there's, there's, uh, you know, interconnected links, the page rank will flow and, and it'll trickle down to these are the pages and things like that. It'll take enough time and, and, you know, things will work eventually if, if things are, you know, connected well, uh, but uh, like I say in the article, it's kind of like trickle down economics, right? You know, it, it usually doesn't get as much <laughs> as, as it should uh, at those lower levels, right? You know, like that. So really what you want, you know, the more powerful thing is, is to, you know, get that link directly towards the product that you wanted to, right? Right at the brand, right at the, you know, thing you wanted to. So stop messing around with the idea of linking directly to the, you know, the homepage, whatever it is, and link right to the product, right? So if you're a Nike and you're, you know, you just came out with an announcement about the the latest um, shoe that just came out, or the latest, you know, other piece of equipment, whatever it is. Um, you know, the, in in a perfect world, uh, you would have your publicist link directly to that product, not to the homepage, right? But that doesn't always happen, right? Sure. You know, it's like the, you know, uh, whoever's writing about it, some blogger or the Wall Street Journal, whatever it is, you know, sometimes they're just lazy. Sometimes, you know, the uh, the publicist doesn't get their act together and actually provide that right link to it or whatever it is. And it just ends up on the homepage, which means that you is, is the, either the in-house SEO or the consultant, whatever it is, I've got like all these other links that are out in the world that are pointing to the homepage. And like I said, it's okay, right? But it's not the best, right? And if you really want to do up the power of that individual page, right? You know, the best case scenario is if those links actually pointed to that individual page for that product, right? And so that's the problem of shower links, right? They're shallow and not deep. Sure. Um, and that's that's where that term kind of came from. Yeah, so... I can see this working really well for maybe large brands that get a lot of these links to their homepage naturally because, you know, there's just, just the quantity of links. Is, I mean, this could actually be a pretty substantial ongoing effort for some of these brands that are getting some of these links to their homepage to try to redirect those to pages where, where they could have more value. Yeah. And I guess the strategy is going to work best for anyone that's kind of getting links naturally to their homepage. Any any type of brand could benefit. It's just going to vary in terms of how many links they're they're getting in. Yeah, and ultimately, if you've if you've got it as as part of like an ongoing process, right? It's something if you you know if you can uh, you know if you've got somebody internal who this is their job is is just to constantly hunt these down and fix it and do whatever it is. 
you know, it, it will, it won't be so daunting. Right. You know, sure. but in the beginning it's, it's a little heavy early on, right. Because it, you can do this initial assessment to say like, Oh my God, like, I mean, look at this, you've got so many links that are pointing at this homepage for like, especially if you've got a massive site. I mean, if you were a Nike, Right. I mean, sure. you can imagine how many links are painted the, the homepage that are in reality <laughs> should be pointing at lower pages. It would be kind of some kind of a nightmare scenario. Right. And, and I think I, I can't remember which brand it was that I, I kind of highlighted in the original uh, article, but it was like, I think it was another shoe brand, but it was something where, you know, we kind of did this, this whole study uh, on how you could step through this process. And, you know, I made the joke of like, Hey, this is the perfect time to bring in an intern or somebody that's lower level to yeah. kind of do this kind of work. But, you know, there is a process to do it. And we've done it before for other brands, for the things before, which is kind of like, Hey, look, you know, it, it, you know, there's a series of spreadsheets. There's a series of things that you can do it. You know, and I wrote this article even before, you know, you've got, you know, some of the AI things and everything's that are around there. Who knows, right? You know, there, there may be things to where you could actually like, uh, you know, get one of these systems actually do it for you now, uh, even a little bit better. So who knows, right? There, there may be some smarter ways to actually pull this kind of stuff off, but we do know that, that, um, it does take a little bit of grunt work, but in the, the long term, it, it does ultimately pay off because you've got that more specific link pointing directly at, uh, the page rather what it is. And, and ultimately it goes back to this just constant that, uh, you know, that Google ranks pages and not domains. Right. And, and it's, it's, you know, Google's verified that over and over again. It's just the way this works. They, they like a direct link you know, yeah. and, and it's more powerful. So. so let's, let's talk through the process a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically you're just going to compile a list of all the links going to the homepage. Now, are you manually going through every single one of these links? Or are you, are you trying to identify certain pages that you think are more likely to not want to link to the homepage? Like, is it every single link to the homepage you're looking at? Or are you trying to identify certain types of links? You're probably going to, you're going to try your best to try to identify the ones that, you know, that should be linking to it. Right. And and it's one of the things where, you know, if you, you pull all the, you pull your link profile into like an Excel or whatever it is, we suggested in the, in the article that you use the filters uh, function and kind of use a series of searches. And, and it's one of the things where, again, if you're, you know, an enterprise client and you've got a, um, a bunch of different products, a bunch of different SKUs and things like that, you can search by like a, a given product name and basically seek those out. So anytime um, when you're specifically looking at the anchor text um, is what we said, if you basically like focus in on that anchor text, that's one of your big clues. And you, and basically said, okay, here we go. He goes, the anchor text is going to be our big clue on how we can do this stuff. Uh, that will highlight which ones there actually are. And then we know those are the ones that are really calling out. So then we, that kind of creates our first list of people that we need, we need to reach out to, to go hunt them down and basically said, Hey, look, these are the, the different websites we need to reach out to, to say, Hey, we need you to fix this link uh, in that instance. Right. But yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I guess you could look at every single backlink linking to the homepage and decide, Oh, is this, I mean, I guess the idea is like, if they're just mentioning the company, like kind of in passing, like, oh, this company, Nike, yeah. like they probably wouldn't want to change the link. But if they're referencing yeah. the, the name of the company in relation to like the product or in relation to like, oh, they have the best Air Max yeah. shoes or whatever. Yeah, Air Max <laughs> or Air Jordan or, so, you know, something specifically is that's how you start narrowing this down. 
And then you start making sub lists and different groups and things like that. And you go, okay, this one, and in reality, this should go here, this should go here, this go whatever it is. And then it kind of breaks down in specific groups. And and then, you know, then you've got your, you're basically, you're creating your attack list of things that, okay, great. I, now we know this is where this really should be going. It, you know, this group should be really going to this page. This group should be going to this page, whatever it is. And then it just becomes a project, right? You know, it's a matter of going, okay, this this set should really be going to the Air Jordan page. This set should be going to the Air Max page. This sure. whatever it is, you know. Yeah, it, it seems fairly similar to like an unlinked mentions campaign where you're compiling mm-hmm. the mentions and then you know, you know just suggesting a certain page. Uh, but the difference being like you already have a link from this site. You're just trying to get the most value out of the link that you can. So, yeah. okay, we got this link. This is great, but... If it pointed to this page, that would be more valuable to us than if it's yeah. here with all the other hundreds of thousands of homepage links or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then we've got a little, and you can see in the article, we've we've got some uh, nice language and kind of like doing uh, that nice outreach to it. You know, it's like, uh, you, it, it, it does take a little zhuzhin, you know, like you, you got to reach back out, you know, hopefully you've still got a, you know, contact over there that you can reach out to and say, hey, hey, great. We appreciate that you did this before for us. We just noticed it went to the whole page. Hopefully you can go to here again. You know, if not, you know, if it's something where, like you mentioned, you know, like the classic, you know, uh, unlinked mention uh, kind of stuff where, you know, it just happened, you know, organically, whatever it is. You may have to hunt an editor down. You may have to write a, a, a hunt a, a writer down, an author down, whatever it is, and say, "Hey, look, thank you so much for this. You know, like that. We really do appreciate it. We'd love it if you linked here instead of there, kind of stuff." And and who knows what happens? I, I think the the funny thing that happens in in the course of doing this is uh, this is usually where you end up encountering a lot of people that are trying to trick you into doing a paid link. I don't know if you've encountered that in your mm-hmm. your efforts to do stuff, but that that comes up a lot in our journeys with these types of things, which is really just sad. But uh, but, but it uh, it does happen all the time. But sure. uh, uh, just you, you just kind of have to be careful that kind of stuff. And we end up through that process, kind of like saying, "All right, like make a note of this one. This is a guy that's actually trying to sucker people into paid links, <laughs> and then you know, and then we report them and, and stuff like that." But otherwise, it's it's usually kind of a nice process. But again, it is it is a process, and it's a you know it's a grunt work kind of process. But ultimately, one that that usually you know even if just a handful of them flip, we've seen the needle move uh, yeah. on these types of things. So, yeah, I mean, you definitely always will get those people that will respond and say, "Oh yeah, sure, I'd be happy to make that change." Uh, you know, my editorial fee for changing a link is yeah. X. You know, it's like. <laughs> So, yeah, it's as well in pass. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Okay, so in regards to like conversion rate, do you have any sort of idea? Like, it sounds like you've maybe run these campaigns. You know, in turn, do you have like, like, what's your typical success rate for running this type of campaign? Do you do you have any oh, idea? Oh goodness, I mean, it's. I mean, we've it, it varies. You know, we, we've had some brands where they they've been the larger brands that we've worked with on them where they they've been fantastic. You know, like where everybody's happy and and you know, obviously I can't divulge the brand, but like they and uh, that conversion rate 
you know, it's been, you know, close to 50% and, and oh, we've yeah. been, we've, we've been blown out way by that too. We were going like, man, this is, this has been, this is going very well, yeah. you know, like at the end, you know, and we make sure that we let the brand know that because we go like, this never happens. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's never this good, you know, don't get used to this. This is, you know, this is the way this is good, you know, kind of stuff. But usually we set expectations uh, early on to basically say, look, this is, this is a process of, of something where you are you know, just like with a, like a reclamation, you know, where you are trying to like, you know, trying to pull off, you know, unlinked mentions and things like that. You know, it is a process where you're, you're usually talking about, you know, single digits, you know, conversions for yeah. these types of things. And and it's something where um, you're happy when it happens, but it's, it's never a big number usually on, on this kind of stuff. But like I said, usually getting them, you know, gets the job done. You know, and and that's that's why usually you do try and prioritize it to your bigger names on the list of stuff. So make sure you prioritize your work and really focus on the ones that have got some, um, you know, some real heft to it as far as websites go. You know, prioritize those ones, get them done first, whatever it is, so that that when they if they do flip um, like that, you know, they're just going to have the biggest impact. Yeah, that. I mean, it's actually interesting because. I think this is a strategy that could work quite well, especially when a client wants links to very specific product pages that might be challenging to build links to otherwise. You're like, right. okay, well, what kind of campaign could I get to actually incentivize someone to link to this? Like, like why would they link to this? And you can't like, because it's a commercial page, it's very promotional in nature. And so yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, I can't really think. But this is an approach, if that, you know, company is somewhat established that, okay, well, maybe when clients really want these kind of more targeted links, this is something that, because I've done this campaign before, but it's yeah. not something that I normally think of when a client asks, oh, hey, can you get these links to these certain pages that I'm like, oh yeah, well, why don't we try to identify what links they already have and which ones we can, those can switch. But it is a good approach yeah. uh, for those kind of instances to get those more targeted links where otherwise you might not be able to. No, totally. And if you think about it, I mean, you look at your your typical publicist who's out there doing the work on this stuff. A lot of times, what they're out there doing is is they're trying to get an interview with you know maybe their head designer or the the CEO, the CFO, whatever it is, with the Wall Street Journal or something along those lines. And they're they're just happy that that interview happened that that in the first place that they've got the anchor, they've got the, you know, the, the coverage and things like that, and that they got a, um, a link at all. Right. You know, yeah. so the, you know, that that's what the focus was in, in that moment. And then here you come along as the SEO kind of saying, you know, if you're trying to complain later on, it says, ah, oh, look at this, this thing's going to the wrong place. It's going to the whatever <laughs> it is. And, you know, they're going to backhand you for complaining about it. So they guess, what do you care? You know, whatever. And you try to explain to them over and over again, that whatever. And then you have to kind of go back later and try to fix this stuff. It's not their focus. It's not, you know, and it, and it may not even be that appropriate at the time, right? You know, the Wall Street Journal may even kind of think it's like, ah, it's not even really what we would do, you know, like it's it's whatever. But later on, maybe they would, right? You mm -hmm. know, like it maybe would make more sense that they do that kind of stuff later on. But uh, in that moment, they, they may not think it was even appropriate that they've linked to it. Uh, and even then, sometimes, who knows if that page is even ready? You know, it's like if they, you know, the the actual like launch page for, the product or or the specific page to buy um that shoe on the website like maybe is it is it even there yet you know a lot of times they'll launch with some other kind of 
like preview page or whatever it is, things change all the time. I mean, there's so many reasons why you may have to go back and actually do this effort later on anyway. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's a good process. But. Sure. Yeah. That's why I kind of wanted to, to dig into it a bit because uh, it is something that uh, I know for me, I, it's something I've done, but it's not something mm-hmm. that comes up like, oh yeah, it's not necessarily the first thing I would think of as like, oh, let's, yeah. let's take what's already there. And because a lot of people too, when they, they come to like a link builder, they, they want new links. And it's almost yeah. goes back to your point of, you know, pages rank and not, not sites because and there's often clients too that they, they only want links from new referring domains. They don't want a, an additional link from a, a referring domain that they already have a link from. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, but if it's going to a, an, a page, like that is a, a unique referring domain for that specific page. But yeah, there's some of that debate between, you know, because everyone always wants more links from more domains. But if you're looking at a page and how to get that page to rank, you know, the more p- links you can get to that page, the better that page is going to be. Yeah. And you really just what you want to squeeze, you want to squeeze as much as you can out of that link. Right. And that's, I think that's the real like goofy concept. Right. And I think that's a failing of, of our industry too, is, is that, uh, you know, like, um, I mean, that's, I think it's a failing of the fact that so many people have, have um, just blindly followed Moz's domain authority concept, you yeah. know, in the, in the sense that they think they guess, oh, this is a thing. Like they, they think it's a thing at all. And you got to remember domain authority was never designed to have anything to do with Google at all. Like it actually doesn't measure Google, right? It, I mean, and they'll be the first one to tell you that I'm actually sure. in the process of writing an article about this. Like, you know, they never designed this to measure Google. It doesn't measure Google at all. Right? I guess it was designed to be you know, a measurement of like a website's popularity against other websites, right? I mean, that's really what domain authority is about, right? And, and it has nothing, you know, and, it, and sure, it looks at, at interconnectivity of links, but it, it doesn't have everything to do with Google, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, but but people are constantly using it as a measurement against Google, but that's just not what it's for, right? And and so that's why Google is constantly coming out and saying, hey, look, we, we don't use domain authority and we don't have any internal measurement that looks anything like domain authority. So stop doing that. <laughs> right. So like I guess, you know, Moz has a, a metric that's called page authority, right. And there's something to that. So if you wanted to use something like that, that's probably as close you're going to get to our page rank, right. Mm-hmm. Which is what it is. But when it comes down to it, it's all about the page. Sure. Right. And Google's always said anything, anything to do with authority, anything to do with that, it's all about the page, right? And they, and you know, Google does have a few things that it's on the on the domain level. You know, there's a few content quality things. There's a few, you know, things where if you if you get in trouble with Google, <laughs> it will be on the domain level, right? But when it comes to authority, anything to do with like links or whatever it is, it's all at the page level. So you know, this idea of kind of like, hey, look, we're we're building things up on a domain level. Google just doesn't care, right? It, yeah. is, it just doesn't work that way. So you gotta, if you want to get the power to stuff, if you want if you want to get a page to rank better, you gotta get a links right to that page. This is just the way this thing works, right? And and Google said that over and over again. They are so clear about this kind of stuff. But meanwhile, people are still out there. You know, they're trying to get, you know, high DA links to yeah. a page and it's, I mean, it just doesn't work. It's not the way it works. It's not the way the system's designed. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I get potential clients all the time. They come to me. Oh, I want to. And my goal is to increase my DR or my DA. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For what? It's, it's, you know, yeah. it's like, it's, you're going to do that all day and what? Your, your, uh, but is your business going to go up? Yeah. I mean, it's, that's not the way it works. You know, we had a, uh, 
we had a prospect the other day where he was talking about that, where his old agency was, that was their main focus was trying to get their, the DA to go up. And, uh, you know, they'd, they'd show up with these nice reports and said, Hey, look, your DA is going up. And I said, yeah, but my business isn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and they, you know, that's why they fired them. They fired this agency because they, you know, so the DA was going up, but their business wasn't, they weren't getting any more leads. And I said, yeah, it's a good reason to fire an agency right there. Yeah. And what do you see, like, with the future of backlinks and SEO? You think that it's going to continue to be as important because there's a lot of change right now. A lot of people are nervous about AI and how it's going to impact the industry. What, what, how do yeah, you see it's things? tough. I mean, Google has specifically said that they feel in the future that, that links might be, become less important. I think that's because they're, they're looking far in the future in a time to where how search works might drastically change enough that where we live in a world where uh, how websites work might be drastically different, right? So, like, yeah. I, I think that's what they're thinking about, right? So, when will that happen? I have, I have no idea, right? So, like, but that said, I am really, really interested to see, you know, uh, in what's happening right now with uh, everything that's going on with OpenAI and, and ChatGPT and everything like that. I know I have been messing around with that a lot. I know my my students have been messing around with a lot. Uh, my colleagues at UCLA and I have been, you know, talking about a lot about how this is all drastically changing. I mean, a lot of the discussions, a lot of the way I've been using uh, ChatGPT for like research and stuff for a lot of my writing and and some of the other stuff I've been working on. It is there's there's a reason why both you know Microsoft and and Google have invested so much into this stuff because they they can see that is going to drastically change the way that people are interfacing with how they find things. Right. You know, like at the end, which means that, you know, how search works is going to drastically change. Right. So, I mean, you know, like my partner and I, uh, Ellen, we also own a little record store here in Burbank. Right. And, and we had a customer uh, ask us, you know, like, you know, for some recommendations for speakers uh, for like a record player uh, that they, they owned that had a built in preamp. And so I kind of went through this process of kind of like, great, you know, like, and it's, so I actually asked ChatGPT to do it as a kind of a, just a, an experiment for how this all worked. And I had already looked at Google and Google's, Google's results were funny, you know, it's like, if you go like, you know, give me a list of, you know, speakers that are, you know, that are a good match for a record player with a built-in preamp. And it's, you know, just, you know, it's like, it's results, you know, what they look like now. It's just like, you know, there's, there's ads here and there's this, and it's just, it's just, it is what it is these days. And you kind of, everybody's just used to it. Meanwhile, you're talking to chat DBT and it comes back and, and here's its first list. And it actually, it's nice. It's concise. And sure. It's, you know, it's, it's not the most up to date because it's, it's, it's of its limits. And then, you know, you come back and go, Oh, wait a minute, you know, now do this again, but give me some prices. And it comes back with prices. And then you can come back again and say, you know what, do that again, but limit it to things that are under $150. And then it, it does it again. And, and my partner, Ellen is looking over my shoulder as I'm doing this and she's going, she goes, well, that's staggering. Like I goes, that that's going to break everything, right? And I go, I know. And, and and she's not even the business, you know. Like she she worked in, you know, she ran restaurants, and now she runs the record store. And I said, I know. Like it goes, the only thing that's missing from this is links off to buy these products that it just recommended. All right. And she goes, how do you how do you know if you can trust this? And I go, well, let, well, let's ask it. Like it goes, where where did you get these recommendations from? And it came back. I said, well, you know, I pulled it from here and here and these different sources and stuff like that. And and she goes. 
She goes, why well, now, now I just want to use this all the time. That's <laughs> what I just want to do. So, and I, and I go, and I go, that's why Google is terrified of this thing. Right? Yeah. So like it's, that's why everybody's throwing so much money on us. So like either they have to, either they have to like incorporate this in their system or they're, or they're dead. Right. And, and so like Bing has already got it in the, you know, version of in their system and, you know, Google, Google's rushing bar to market and all this kind of stuff. So, so because of that, you know, back to your question, you know, it's like, does that mean links are going to work? Whatever it is. I would think they would be for a while. You know, I think Google's still going to like, you know, uh, keep links as an important way of, of how it works because I still think the website as a concept is still going to be important. Right. You know, mm -hmm. like I, I still think that's, you know, what made Google in the first place is that it, it thought that uh, links as a, as a citation was the, the ultimate thing that really made the big difference for this kind of stuff. But, you know, if that radically changes anytime soon, I can't see why, but it may, but maybe the next decade, I don't know. But, you know, until then, what I hope is that the world of SEO continues to grow up, you know, and, and that we continue along the lines to where people understand that, that it needs to be more public relations focused and, and kind of clean up and less about the, you know, the, what it was like in the nineties and the the early <laughs> aughts where it was the, you know, the kind of, the sneaky kind of stuff that was out there and, and, uh, uh, and more, more on the legit side, because I think that's, that's where it needs to happen to kind of keep us on the up and up. But sure. uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's good to get your perspective as someone that's kind of been in the industry for a long time and uh, you, you've seen a lot of changes and, uh, and it'll be interesting to see kind of what changes are, are still to come. So uh, yeah, well, thanks a lot for joining me. If someone wants to get in touch with you or to follow you or or anything, is that what's the best way to do, for them to do so? So I'm out on uh, Twitter. Uh, you can get me out there on uh, Count Zero. It's uh, C O U N T X E R O. Um, it's uh, named after the William Gibson character. And then I'm up on LinkedIn, and and uh, you can get uh, me through my website, AmplitudeDigital.com. Uh, and I'm just around, uh, people can find me, you can search for me, all the other kind of ways, but, uh, I'm easy enough to find. So. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining me and, and sharing some of your insights. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Anytime.